We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is the 50th episode for On the Road with Mickey, and we are so excited because... Mm -hmm. You know, quite honestly, I wasn't sure if we'd make it this long. <laughs> Yay, happy 50th for us! Exactly, exactly. And our feature topic this week is looking ahead to 2021. You know, 2020 has been a year, hasn't it? Oh my goodness, it's been a very long year. Yeah, but we are in the... I mean, it's in the rearview mirror. We can almost see the finish line. Yep. It's December 28th, and we hope everyone had a great Christmas and celebrated, had a happy holidays. And um, and this week, of course, is New Year's Day coming up, January 1, 2021, when we flip the calendar. And, um, and so we wanted to look ahead. And see what we're really excited about that's coming, you know, both to Disney and non-Disney stuff um, that's coming in 2021. So, yep. and we are in, like like we said, we are so excited that this is the 50th episode of On the Road with Mickey. And thank you for following along with us this year. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> thank you so, so much, you guys. It really means a lot to us. Yeah. That you have been listening to us this long. Yeah. So, but like always, we've got some cheddar from the big cheese to go over first, don't we, Soph? Yes, we do. And Daddy, I'll let you take the first one. All right. Well, as everyone knows, Disneyland is not open right now. It's still closed. And we look forward to the date when they reopen. And that is going to be quite the celebration, I think. Mm-hmm. But just because it's closed doesn't mean work is not progressing on the park. I learned the other day that Snow White's Scary Adventures had been rethemed and is now called Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Ooh. And over at the DPB, that's, that's short for Disney Parks blog, They've got a write-up about it with a video explaining why it was changed. And basically, they, they promoted that out on December 21st, so last week, last Monday. And they did it then because um, that was the 83rd anniversary 
of the theatrical release of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, wow. And so, so they posted that deliberately on that day. And basically, you know, they were talking about how, how, you know, it used to just to be called Snow White's and Snow White's Adventures. Then it got rethemed and they called it Snow White's Scary Adventures, but it basically it was the same story. This time they've rethemed it and rethemed the story because they want Snow White to get the happily ever after that she really deserves. So go check out the link. It'll be in the show notes and check it out and watch the little video. It's only like a minute and a half or two minutes or something like that. And just listen along as to why they made the change. And it's kind of cool. It's got some really neat stuff that reminds me of seven dwarfs mind train, specifically when you're on the ride and you go into the, go into where the the dwarfs are working and you see all the jewels it's that reminds Ooh. me of that so it sounds really pretty and i can't wait for disneyland to reopen because that way we'll be able to see exactly what they've done with the ride so hopefully yeah. that will be soon yeah so now, that is my cheddar from this first one so so yep. why don't you take some some additional stuff and tell us what you got i would absolutely love to because i am very excited for these next two bits of cheddar that i've got and i've got a date for one of them march 7th 2021 is when disney's blizzard beach water park will be reopening this is the 25th season for the park and I have to ask you guys, will you be visiting when it reopens? I don't know if I will, even if I did have regular access to Disney World. I don't know if I would just because March 7th is really early and it seems like it would still be pretty cold, even for Florida. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think they might heat the water. That is true. I'm not certain on that, though, so don't. Don't go and say, Mike, they didn't heat the water and hold me to that, you know. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, they might. So mm-hmm. it might be might be worth at least checking it out, um, you know, maybe getting a ticket and seeing what, what things there are to do that don't involve the water, too. Yeah, that is true. And then the next one, this one, I know that I'm not the only one who has been absolutely over the moon about this next one because like me there are many people who cannot wait to see the future that is in store for epcot our beloved Mm -hmm. epcot Mm -hmm. well for those of you who don't know yet the construction walls surrounding the main entrance fountain have been taken down they've been working up in the front of Epcot before you get to Spaceship Earth for quite a while now. And this fountain, this fountain, it is so beautiful. And there are pictures of it. Zach Ridley from Walt Disney. Ridley. Ridley. Sorry. I'm bad at pronouncing names. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Zach Ridley from Walt Disney Imagineering has shared some photos on his Instagram and you can find the link to them in the show notes because that is something I desperately want all of you to see there are like 10 of them 
and the fountain itself is so beautiful oh my goodness yeah and you know what sophie those um those pillars for lack of a better term they are they are 16 feet tall oh my goodness the picture doesn't look like it but they are no the picture does not do it justice to how tall this thing is but it is so beautiful, especially at night when it's all lit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it in person. And I, I'm i pretty sure that the rest of our viewers and our listeners are going to absolutely love this fountain. Yeah, exactly. And I think they will, too. And so, last cheddar. This one comes from me, even though it's Disney Plus related. Usually Disney Plus is Sophie's Bailiwick, and that's, you know, she's my Disney Plus guru. But I have a question. It's a simple question with a hard answer. (laughs) And the question is, when will season three of The Mandalorian come out? And the short answer is we don't know. The short answer is we have no idea. But... Um, The other day, Disney released the lineup for what's going to be coming out on Disney Plus for the whole year for next year. And I did not see The Mandalorian's name on there. So I did see, though, The Book of Boba Fett. And um, what I understand in doing some quick Googling, this is all speculation. So, you know, who knows? But the rumor is that it won't come out until the spring or summer of 2022 instead of its normal fall time slot. And the reason for that is because the filming that is taking place for the book of Boba Fett won't be finished. And that will push the timeline for The Mandalorian down just a bit. And normally I would think, well, why don't they just have two film crews? You know, but I I think I read that one of the big writers for The Mandalorian is involved in the writing for Book of Boba Fett. And that makes a lot of sense as well. If that's the case, then that might be why it's being pushed down. Mm -hmm. But stay tuned. Stay tuned and we'll update when we know more, you know, and hopefully we'll know more soon. You know, and hopefully it'll be in its normal slot, you know, in the fall. So, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. And then, of course, we can't. We also can't forget that other spinoff that I heard rumors about. About Ahsoka Tano? Yeah, a, there's another spinoff, and I have no idea when this one will be coming out. And it is called Ahsoka and the Rangers of the New Republic. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I'm really excited for that one specifically because it relates so heavily back to Star Wars, The Clone Wars, which is something that I want to get Daddy and I to watch. Okay. Well, we'll have to do that. We'll just Mm -hmm. figure it out and start watching some of it. All right. So, Sophie, you want to tell us how the the listeners can connect with us? Of course. Because we still love it when you guys connect with us. It's 50 episodes in, and we... Still cannot get enough of all the comments and amazing things you have to say to us. And here's how you can do it. We have a Facebook group called On the Road with Mickey. You'll Mm -hmm. 
it's easy to find. And of course, we have our YouTube channel. You can leave us a comment in any of our videos. And you can also, yeah. you can, and that is on the road with Mickey. And you can also find us on Instagram at on the road with Mickey. Leave us a comment on one of our posts. And you could also just email us if you really, really want to. And that is info at ontheroadwithmickey.com. Or you could even call us, leave us a voicemail. And that is at 919-799-8390. Again, yep. that is 919-799-8390. Okay. So that's how we can be reached. I think we got a lot of ways. So, mm-hmm. um, so connect up with us. We love seeing the comments, especially in, um, in the Facebook group. That's where most of the traffic generates out of. Um, so I just think it's kind of fun when we have that interaction. But, um, but that's all the cheddar for the big cheese and all the, the ways you can contact us that we have for this week. So let's get on to our feature topics, Sophie. We are I... looking ahead to 2021. Yeah, and I would absolutely love to. Let's do and that then. There are so many things that we want to mention, Daddy. Yeah, I'll let you take the first one since you talked about it. Okay. Well, the the list is long and it covers everything. Um, basically, it's just what we can't wait to see, you know. And I gotta admit, I am a little curious to see what the book of Boba Fett's going to be about. You know, we saw that trailer. If you haven't seen the last episode of the Mandalorian season two, chapter 16, no spoilers, but you need to watch it because it was the highest rated Mandalorian episode to date. And at the end, there is a special show preview about the book of boba fett and it is really kind of cool because it takes us back into star wars lore doesn't it sophie yeah takes it us does. back to takes us back to tatooine you know mm-hmm. jabba the hut time jabba the hut um you know tatooine and all that good stuff that revolved around you know episode four and episode six and five and all that so um so it's really kind of kind of cool. So go check out Star Wars Mandalorian um, season two chapter channel or chapter sixteen, the last episode, and um, and watch that. But the book of Boba Fett has got me a little curious as to what's going to happen. You know, is it is it going to be? I mean, how much can they talk about Boba Fett, Sophie? Well, I mean, to be fair. There has been a lot of time, and he's always been one of Star Wars' favorite characters. He's a fan favorite, and he doesn't have a lot of screen time, really. True. So there's True. a lot that could be talked about with him. Me, yeah, on the know, other hand... Go ahead. Me, on the other hand, I'm a tiny bit more excited for what's going to go down with Ahsoka and the Rangers of the New Republic, just because, well... I don't want to give spoilers, but Ahsoka is very important. Yeah. And, you know, um, speaking back to Boba Fett just a little bit. Yeah, sorry. When his role on 
the last episodes of the Mandalorian where he put himself in debt to to Din Djarin. How'd I do? Did I get it? Din Djarin, Din Djarin. We have tell us in the comments. What do you think? How do you guys pronounce it? Is the D silent or do you pronounce it? Anyway, when you know Boba Fett putting himself in debt to Din Djarin, to me, that was kind of like a change of role from what we were used to seeing with Boba Fett because he was always just a mercenary is the way I always thought of him, you know? And so him putting himself in debt to someone else just doesn't seem to fit his image. So it's a lot of layers to his onion, I think. And it'd be kind of cool to see what they come up with. So definitely. And of course, having Fennec in, in there, cause she'll be mm-hmm. in the show with him. Um, yep. you know, they kind of, they're kind of like Batman and Robin or, or Tonto and the Lone Ranger, you know, kind of, they go hand in hand. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm curious to see what happens, but I have no expectations on how well this will go, how, how well received it'll be. If it'll be a one-off series, you know, like maybe a season and that's it or, or what? So who knows? We'll just have to see. Yeah. So, Sophie, why don't you tell me what you are excited about in 2021? I would. I am so happy about this. And I'm glad that this was the year after 2020, because if it were in 2020, I would be so sad. And that is Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. It is happening in 2021. It's been long awaited, and 2020 is like the final hurdle to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sophie, I don't know if you know this or not, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm supposed to say or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. Spill. We're going to be there on October 1, 2021. Wait, Wait what? We will be there on October 1, 2021 we have we have a park reservation for the magic kingdom already in place i have a package reserved not fully paid yet but that'll happen and we are planning to be there to celebrate 50 years at magic kingdom (laughs) best christmas present ever Oh, okay, well, it's not a Christmas present. Dang, I probably shouldn't have said anything. It is now. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, so there you go. Well, that's I hope gonna... mommy's not mad at me. <laughs> Don't worry, she won't be. I know how to... Fr- that's a thing with me, Daddy. I tell you guys what I want for Christmas, and then, you and then I... Exactly. I'll probably forget about this by March. Yeah, that's fine. Well, mm-hmm. um, just so you know, everyone, we're recording this on December 23rd. Yeah. So we pre-record a few days in advance, obviously. Yeah. Um, because it's a tape product and, and all that. So, And we need time to, to get it going and get it ready and all that. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, now you know one of our secrets. Yep. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Wink, okay. wink. Wink, wink. So, 
Are you done talking about the 50th anniversary? Yes. Okay. As much as I would love to, I don't know much about it because it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Well, this is kind of a lame what I can't wait to see one. But it's but, relatable. But it relates to 2020 for sure. And for me, I can't wait to have a return to when we don't need to wear a mask in the parks. You know, and I mean, it's not a big deal. It's certainly it, it's certainly not. Let me let me just make sure that when it comes to when it comes to safety, safety is paramount for everything. You know, COVID has been a mess and it has cost a lot of people a lot, not just money, it's cost lives, you know. And I totally understand that. And I totally understand the need for being safe. And I also totally understand that if Disney wants to remain open, then these are the guidelines they have to do. You have to wear a mask. You have to have your temperature checked. And you have to, you know, follow the rules so that you don't ruin it for everyone else and make them possibly close, you know. So I totally understand that. What I'm looking forward to is when masks aren't required in the parks because that will that will show that the pandemic is really in the rearview mirror and that life has returned to what normal is supposed to be where you don't have to have as many cautions about well is this going to hurt someone or or whatever you know where you can live life a little bit more than we've been able to so mm -hmm. so to me i can't wait for a return to when masks are required in the parks yeah, and that kind of ties into a couple other things that yeah. i'll just go ahead and shoot them out too i'll popcorn them out okay sophie okay. and and one is the disney dining plan you know i want to see the disney dining plan go back on sale not just as a travel agent but as a way of budgeting for your food and for prepaying so you don't have to worry about how you pay for it when you get home. You know, um, you know, that makes to me that opens up the elements of your vacation a little bit more if you if you do add on a plan, a dining plan. So I can't wait to see that open for sale. And I think it probably will be probably by the end of January. I'd be surprised if it's not because it is a huge money maker for disney so but they have to they have to decide when to open that up because typically when the dining plans are are for sale then the bookings for restaurants are increased and so they still gotta be safe with the socially distance you know and the capacities and all that so so they got to be careful on how they do it and then on the yeah. on the other side of it is annual pass holders Right now, if you don't have an annual pass holder and you want to buy one, you can't because they're not for sale for anyone who doesn't have one. Bless you. Um, but if you have one, then you can renew. So um, so I, I'm looking forward to the time when annual pass holders go back on sale for new purchases. 
because I'd like to have an annual pass, you know, and be able to, with you being in Orlando, it'd be nice to be able to go down, visit with you for a little bit, and maybe we go hit the parks for a day, you know, yeah. you know, and get some, get some fun out of that, you know, and mm-hmm. get some of that in there. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But those three kind of go, they kind of all go hand in hand. Sophie, you got the sneezes, huh? Yeah, I know. I tried making some tea to help with it, but it's not working because it cooled down really quickly. Okay. Well, do you want, are you ready to talk about the next one on our list? Yeah, I'm ready. And of course, this also relates back to the 50th anniversary because all of these things that I'm just popcorning now were actually supposed to be done in celebration of the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And those things have to do with Epcot, actually, and the fountain that I talked about while we were in the cheddar from the big cheese. That fountain is just the starting point of what's going on at Epcot. It represents an entire revamping of Epcot as a park. There are yeah. new pavilions that are going to be coming. Mm-hmm. Epcot is going to be refurbished. We already were talking about last year, and last year, how Spaceship Earth is going to be updated. Yeah. And that has been put on hold indefinitely, probably even canceled, but that was something that was going to happen. But they're still going to put in the Ratatouille-themed ride over in France. Thank you. I've forgotten that one, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to be adding a whole new pavilion, or they may be redoing the seas with Nemo and friends to be the seas with Moana and friends because they talked about that. And all of this is happening in a pavilion that is right between Future World and World Showcase. It's over by the Mexico Pavilion. And all of this, you can find all of this out in there it doesn't look like much but it holds a treasure trove of what is to come and so that is one thing that i'm really excited for i really want to see what they're going to do and finally to top off that there is also the guardians of the galaxy ride that's opening in epcot Mm -hmm. and that is going to be one of the other things that they will be adding to celebrate the 50th anniversary. So you've got a new water pavilion, a new Guardians of the Galaxy, new Ratatouille ride, the new fountain, all of that in celebration for the 50th. And and, and new fireworks in um, World Showcase Lagoon. Lagoon. That too. There's just a lot that they're doing at Epcot, and I'm excited about it. Because it really is, you know, it's not going to be just future world, world showcase. It's going to be like reimagining all of the different areas and kind of expanding the horizons of it. So, so like you, Sophie, I'm excited about it because it's, it almost makes Epcot a brand new park when it's done, you know? Yeah. And just knowing the fact that Epcot was kind of like, Walt's golden child. Sure, the Magic Kingdom is great, but mm-hmm. Walt was focused around Epcot for a lot of the final years of his life. So the fact that they are going to be 
completely revitalizing yet for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Hi, River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm home with River, so River's wanting some attention. The fact that they're going to be revitalizing that for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, that just to me, that is like a love letter to Walt Disney himself, there and I love it. Yeah, I agree, Sophie. I agree. Okay, so back to me? Yep, back to you. Okay. Well, um... Yeah, I'm here. You know, some of the things I'm interested in... Sit. Hang on, I'm, I'm muting for a minute. Okay. Some of the things I'm interested in are happening over at the Magic Kingdom. And this one, I got a couple things that kind of go hand in hand. Um, one is the Tron roller coaster in Tomorrowland. You know, the other day I saw an, an update. If you are on Twitter, anyone go to the Twitter account. It's at bio reconstruct B I O reconstruct. And he shares a ton of aerial video or aerial shots i don't know how he gets them but he shares them on his twitter of um of things around the world around the orlando area you know disney world universal so on and so forth and he has a shot on his twitter account of an overhead shot of the tron roller coaster and it's really cool because it shows the the self-contained canopy like the the canopy that's going to go over some of the track and um and how it's getting put into place so they're making a lot of progress on the on the tron roller coaster and i think that it'll be open sooner rather than later the um and then hand in hand with that is the walt disney world railroad which you know has been closed for quite a while because of the tron roller coaster construction and because of that we haven't been able to ride it for gosh what two years maybe um but anyway the walt disney world railroad will be reopening soon or mm. will be reopening next year i believe and um i don't necessarily know if it's soon but um but the two of those kind of go hand in hand so I, i'm looking forward to both of those things happening Yep, and then slightly not so hand-in-hand, hand, but also talking about reopenings and the Magic Kingdom, the People Mover. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I miss the People Mover. Yeah, I know. We haven't been able to ride it at all this year. We haven't, didn't, couldn't ride it in July, couldn't ride it in November. Hopefully, it'll be open sooner rather than later. You know, maybe beginning of next year it'll be open. I don't know. I've kind of oh lost God. touch on when it'll be, when it'll be ready. But, mm -hmm. and, and you know, one of the best places to take photos while you're at the Magic Kingdom is to take photos from the People Mover while you're riding it at night in Tomorrowland because the the neon and everything in Tomorrowland is absolutely incredible. And one of the things that I really like to do. And really like with regards to 
what I can't see, can't wait to see happen, and hopefully it'll come back. Um, is I'm looking forward to when they have evening extra magic hours again, you know, or extra magic hours in general, morning or evening. I'm more interested in the evening because an evening stroll around Epcot, evening at the Magic Kingdom, it's just, I think it's the best time to go to the parks is at night. I agree. I agree a lot. Yeah. So, so evening extra magic hours also will symbolize to me a return to normalcy, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And Sophie, I think there's only one thing left to talk about, and I think it's yours. Yep, I was the one who put it on this list, and I know we are both looking forward to it so, so mm. much. And that so- would have to be the proper firework shows. We've got a little bit of a taste of fireworks mm-hmm. while whenever the castle in the Magic Kingdom changes colors, but it's really just Yeah. It's not just even a, a smidge. Yeah. And it was in the YouTube, so people can go back and look at last yep. week's or the week before and they can see it. Um and it's mm-hmm. just at the end. It's just a small little but it was so cool to see it, though. Yes. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. <laughs> and even cooler to get it on camera. I don't think they realized how yeah. long I waited for that. Yeah. But when we saw it, it was like, oh, man. And we were so excited. Mm-hmm. We were like kids in a candy store. <laughs> yep. But, like, there wasn't even a proper bang about no. it, you know? It was just like a little poof. But yeah. it was good. It was good. It was and, good. And also, you want to talk about parades, too, don't you, So Yeah, that is another thing that I wanted to talk about, the parades. For those of you who have been to Disney World recently, you guys know about the cavalcades mm-hmm. that they have in most of the parks. And that means... Um, I think that they're in all magic- the parks. I haven't seen any in Epcot, but... I've seen one, I've seen many in Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and I think one in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, they're in Magic, they're in Epcot too. It's just we just didn't happen to catch them at the right time. (laughs) Maybe they don't do them as often at at Epcot. I don't know. Yeah. They are very cute and they're very cool to see, but I want a proper parade. I want something where I sit down on the sidewalk, crowded by people behind a white rope and I watch all those floats go by. Yeah. It's the floats that make the thing. But you know what, Sophie? What? Maybe maybe we should lobby for both. The cavalcades because, and the parades? Yeah, because if we have a parade, if they go back to parades, then we're looking at there would be parades predominantly Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios occasionally, very occasionally at, Ep- at Animal Kingdom, and I don't think at all at Epcot. Nope. So maybe we should go back to the parades at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and continue the cavalcades at Animal Kingdom and at Epcot. What do you think? I think that is an amazing idea. Well, there you go. Disney? Yep. Put it in place. Yeah. 
Of course, of make course. sure that everything's safe first. But yeah, like, we got to make sure it's safe. But you know we what? Like, we like them. When, when, when you're at Disney, it's all family anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all family at Disney when we're at Disney together. So <laughs> maybe, maybe not quite. But anyway. Just can't really hung, hug the extended family that we don't know. No, we can't. But anyway, yeah, keep it safe, obviously. And so that, you know, all of these things, the predominant number of them are all going to be directly tied to how the pandemic goes and how the um, how the illness, how the vaccinations and all those sorts of things, how that's handled in the months ahead, you know. So we know that not all of these are things we're going to see instantaneously and you know some of these we may not see at all they may they may decide that not to do extra magic hours anymore i don't know i hope not um they might you know decide that you know something's going on and there's no need to do the dining plan i just don't know who knows who knows Mm. but anyway what we do know is that some of these are definitely on the books to happen, you know? Book yeah. of Boba Fett, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, um, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Ratatouille ride in the France Pavilion, um, the Tron roller coaster, the Walt Disney World Railroad, the People Mover, the Epcot refurbishments. All those things have pieces in place and pieces in motion. So, you know, I'm looking forward to when we can see what kind of year it has been when we get to the end of 2021. And maybe what we'll do is we will look back at the end of the year to see and we'll look at this list and see which ones we can check off. That is true. Let's plan on that. Let's plan on that. So... But anyway, I think we've wrapped up our feature topic. Is there anything else that you want to talk about on our, on this feature topic, Sophie? Nope. I think that's everything. Okay. Well, then, that brings us to this day in Disney history for December 28th. And Sophie, what do you have? I have something that I think a lot of us are going to be absolutely thrilled about. And I'm taking us all the way back to 1922, December 28th, Uh where a very special man is born, Stanley Martin Leiber, in New York City. He will become a comic book publisher, and I think we can all recognize him. As the name Stan Lee. Nice. He will rise through the ranks of a family-run business to become Marvel Comics' primary creative leader for two decades, leading its expansion from a small division of a publishing house to a multimedia corporation that will dominate the comics industry and later Hollywood films. Lee will be named a Disney legend in 2017. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, 
we need to maybe do a podcast about not about Stanley specifically or Marvel or anything. I, I don't know a whole lot about Marvel. So if you want to do a podcast about the Marvel brand and maybe we see if Jagan wants to join in, that would be fun. But, mm-hmm. um, but what I was going to say is maybe we need to do a podcast about the different Disney legends and maybe talk about, look at the whole list and, and talk about some highlights of some of the ones that we know about from history and so forth. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Okay. Well, that is a great digi- or this day in Dis- Disney history, Sophie. So thank you for that. So who's our who's who? So my who's who character, since we're talking about, um, you know, we're looking ahead. We're looking to the future, if you will. And mm-hmm. what the future brings to Disney, right? And so I thought my character should be talking about the future as well. Ooh. I think I yeah. have a guess already. Well, give me a guess. Is his last name Robinson? It is. <laughs> What's his first name? Wilbur or Cornelius? Neither. We talked about Wilbur on August 17th. (laughs) It's been a while. I I can't remember all 50, okay? That's fine. We will be talking about Lewis Robinson. Oh, so Cornelius. Yeah, but Lewis in the book. (laughs) Fair enough. So... And I think we need to watch the movie again. <laughs> it's been a while since I checked it out. I watched the movie, I think, about a month ago. Nice. Anyway, Lewis is a 12-year-old boy with an incredibly high IQ and a talent for inventing things. He is also an orphan, which causes him unending dismay. More than anything, Lewis longs for a family of his own. Unfortunately, time and again, his offbeat nature and its unintentionally disastrous inventions sabotaged his hopes of achieving that dream. Lewis was abandoned as an infant by his mother and has come to believe that she left because she could not care for him. Now that he is older, he hopes to change her mind. To that end, he builds a memory scanner to extract his only memory of her. Lewis wishes he could go back in time and change his life so he wouldn't be an orphan, but instead he learns that he must accept his life as it is and keep moving forward. That is a great line. Did you know, Sophie, Mm -hmm. that Lewis's hobby of creating bizarre inventions... Scared off 124 families looking to adopt? Yes, I did. He said that. Yeah. So, but he found the right family. Yep, the 125th one. That's right. Oh, hi, River. (laughs) So that's my Disney Who's Who character. And now, 
I think this quote from Walt Disney applies not just to Disneyland, mm-hmm. but to Walt Disney World and River. Shh. Sorry. I think it applies to Walt Disney World as well. I'm sorry. Here, I'm going to mute myself. You keep talking. Okay. And the quote from Walt Disney is this. The way I see it, Disneyland will never be finished. It's something we can keep developing and adding to. A motion picture is different. Once it's wrapped up and sent out for processing, we're through with it. If there are things that could be improved, we can't do anything about them anymore. I've always wanted to work on something alive, something that keeps growing. We've got that in Disneyland. Did you like that, Soph? I did. And, you know, the same concept applies to Walt Disney World. Obviously, take a look at all their they've done at Hollywood Studios, the work they did at Magic Kingdom, the work they did at Animal Kingdom, the work they're doing right now at Epcot. You obviously can see that quote throughout Walt Disney Walt World. Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think, is a great quote for this week and a great quote to remember um, for life moving forward. I agree. So that takes us to our last charity spotlight for Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue. Mm -hmm. And how convenient that my dog, that our golden is currently underneath the table looking for some attention. Yeah. So let's finish it up so you can give him his attention. Yeah. You want to, you want to talk about him, Soph? I would love to. Okay, go for it. Well, guys, this is the end of the year, and we said that from now until the end of the year, we were going to focus on the Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue, and this is a charity that helps abandoned golden retrievers or dogs with some golden retriever in them to find their forever home. We have used them twice now, and I'm currently petting on the second time. (laughs) The second of those, yep. (laughs) Yeah, and the first one was our boy Reagan. He was a senior. And the second time is our boy River, who is currently making his way towards being a senior, but is still quite young. And Mm -hmm. they are just angels. They have helped dogs from all over the world. They've gotten some from China and tons of other places and they will adopt these dogs out locally so within a 100 mile radius of the facility of Raleigh so if you are in that area if you're in the North Carolina area just go ahead and maybe see if you could open out your heart to one of these dogs because rescue babies really are the sweetest dogs imaginable and even if you can't maybe adopt a dog maybe consider donating to their organization the place to do so is at their website which will be linked in the show notes Mm -hmm. and it's just a really great organization it has brought so much happiness 
to so many be, families. Yeah, especially us. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go to their website and check them out. They're at goldenrescuenc.org. And, um, you know, if you feel led, go ahead and donate to them. But, um, but anyway, that ends our charity spotlight for this year. And we just wanted to say thank you all for listening to us. Um, next week, I don't know what we'll talk about yet, but we'll come up with a great topic that I hope you guys like. And we just wanted to thank you all for listening and watching us on our YouTube channel. And if, if you see us on YouTube and you feel like, um, like subscribing and liking our posts, we appreciate it. Go ahead and do that. Um, and we just hope everyone has a happy and a safe new year mm-hmm. and that you celebrate appropriately and that you, um, that you're able to be with your friends and family, you know? Yeah. So, so happy new year, everyone. Happy and new we year. will, we see will you see road. you on the road. Let's do that again. We yeah. will see you on, see the, you road. on the road. River, Bye. stop whining. <laughs> River, stop whining. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>